Welcome to the Stripped Down Know Nothing Podcast, focusing on Rowan Atkinson. That's right, whether they're a big melange or easy to distinguish from Love Actually to Johnny English, we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. He was released on both DVD and HD DVD on November 27th, 2007. It's my co-host, Evan. Wee. 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 Gracias. We. Gracias. We will get into it. It's Mark. It's Michael. I'm so <laughs> We'll get into it, but uh, gracias killed me every time. That that made you laugh. So funny. So, and then when he pulled the harmonica out of his pocket and started Jesus playing it, Christ. so good. Full on Herman Munstered it. Uh, Rob Zombies, Mr. Bean. <laughs> oh, we need a Rob, Rob Zombies, Zombie. Mr. Bean. Rob Zombie needs to reboot all the classic comedy series. I think that Rob Zombie is a little too like stuck in the seventies for Bean. Bean's like an eighties phenomenon, eighties and nineties. Yeah, late eighties, early nineties. That's yeah. probably true. So yeah. I don't think I don't think that even like hit fucking Zombie's radar. He only does stuff that like well, he liked when he was a kid. Yeah, that's true. What? I, so who would be the correct person to adapt and reboot things from the, the correct like late eighties? Uh, former former hard rock star. Yeah, somebody our age though. Okay. Chad Kroger present <laughs> Chad Kroger of the Kroger the Kroger dynasty of the Kroger dynasty yes of Nickelback. Oh, uh, Ev uh, <laughs> is giving me the cut it off face. <laughs> we don't talk about Nickelback on this program. That um, was a part of the contract. We only talk about Bernie and ladies and writers. Um, what about uh, Fred Durst? Fred Durst's Mr. Bean. <laughs> That's got a ring to it already. It's like the rap rock band with a DJ. Yeah, I kind of love. What about Sugar Ray's Mr. <laughs> Bean? I mean, honestly, it could be LL Cool J presents oh. Mr. Bean. <laughs> it could be Steve Smash Mouth's Mr. Bean. Oh hell yes! Right? Because he's looking for work now. I'm absolutely <laughs> sure he is. Did he, he leave the band? Or he might? Did he leave? Yeah, I think he. I think he's out of Smash Mouth. He's out the Smash. Why? Now. What happened? Because he's a bad man. Oh, was and it like a, a function? A barely did he get me too out of Smash Mouth? I don't know. I'm sure he did. Jesus he did not Christ. seem like a good person. Like, he he was groping the guitarist at the yeah. show we went to. I mean, he so. was openly intoxicated. Yeah, that's and I think true. that's a common thing for him. But he still put on a hell of a show. I mean, if by hell of a show you mean he sang all their all six of their hits mm. and then they did like eight covers. <laughs> that, yeah, that sounds like a hell of a show. Yeah, actually, that's not a bad show <laughs> for, sure, a fun... for a Smash Mouth. You don't want like deep cuts. Uh, like I went to your ex-wife. I I played at a concert last night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no big thing, you know. Yeah. Humble brag. I heard he won. Um, I did win the concert. We were the battle of the bands. We're the best. Uh, but there was a rapper who went on before us, and he just straight up covered Teenage Dirtbag at the end of a set. Not a rap song. Uh-huh. Also, just kind of played the karaoke track and sang Teenage Dirtbag over it. That's a fucking flex. That's like a, like, do you think you're better than Weedus? Like, yeah. why put that in the end of your set? Sort of like that, like, fucking douchebag Fohawk 2008 studio musician covering the Primitives Crash for Mr. Bean. Was that in this movie? Yeah, there you go. Wait, too. It was the theme song of the movie. That, uh, ass. Don't slow down. You're going to ash. Oh, that one. I vaguely, I didn't realize it was a cover. Yeah, yeah. It's for the, like, one of the best fucking 1988 new punks new new wave punk songs ever okay all yeah. right and you think this was a worse version i think it was a bullshit flex like <laughs> just some guy with a fucking faux hawk comes in and sings it exactly the same like if you're gonna cover something yeah and you just do it the same yeah 
you should be shot. <laughs> <laughs> Not like in the face, but like in, a, in, a, in the foot or something. Non-critical area. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. Just you should be, or just, yeah. just full on slapped. Like the guy comes out of the, like, the, the booth and he's like, oh, yeah. okay, so I see you just like did the straight thing and he just slaps you as That would as be can. a fucking great if like the dude ended his set with Teenage Dirtbag, but we could form a line and as he's singing, we could just give just him one him. good fucking slap. Like, I don't know. If you're going to cover something, change it. Change it up. 100%. Know, like, yes. If you make money off, I don't know. It's just, it pisses me off people making like, money off of other people's work if right. they're just you know carbon copying it basically and singing it in their voice yeah maybe that's more acceptable for a live show than it is yeah, for yeah yeah i would I say yeah but like crash was like people didn't even know the primitives did crash, crash. because some fucking guy <laughs> dave, <laughs> when dave matthews covered crash <laughs> that was the best um so it sucks you know friend of the show mayor Wirtz. you're <laughs> He used to close all of his sets with a karaoke version of the Spice Girls wannabe. Fine. <laughs> I don't want to talk about him. I don't like him. He was very friend, he was very mean to me. Friend of the show. He doesn't get to say things like that to me. <laughs> what did he even say? I don't know. I don't he, even remember. He pissed me off. I think he just interrupted you one too many times. No, he kind of jumped on the uh, let's make fun of like Oh, he thought he was of, as good of a You call me a piece of shit. Sure. You're sure. allowed to call me a piece of shit. Sure, of course I am. Yes. I don't fucking know this guy. <laughs> just comes on call me a piece of shit. That's fun. That's a fun thing to do. It's just called Strangers on, Just bring on guests to browbeat me. I should I should bring on more enemies of the pod. <laughs> Enough friends of the pod. I'm ready to... Now we have uh, Bill Watterson, <laughs> creator of Calvin and Hobbes. Evan, you piece of shit. Do you think you and Bill Watterson would get along? Yeah. <laughs> I think we would like sit across the table from each other and not make eye contact. I wonder if we could... Find him. He lives in Cleveland, right? Finding He's Bill a local Watterson. boy. It's like, yeah, he lives in like Euclid. Yeah. I would pay him $70, not including travel, to be yeah. on our podcast live. I would give him a handful of Thin Mints. Like Andy? Girl Scouts. Oh, Thin, uh, thin Mints. Thin Girl mints. Scout Thin Mints. Okay. Yeah. okay. Not Thin Mints, but Thin Mints. Sure. Yeah. I would give him uh, Charles Schultz's teeth. Ooh. I got those rattling around somewhere in my house. Do you really? Yeah, yeah. I used to what? collect bits of... Com- co- like now, comic was, artists. Was that a gift or was that mm, a grave mm, Dug them right out. <laughs> okay, got it. Pop them right out. What would you take from Billy Watts? Billy Watts, I would take part of his septum. I see. <laughs> All right. So we would. Famous Billy Watts septum. septum. How would you not get caught? How would I not get caught the same way I don't? I never get caught? Uh-huh, so just... what you do, fake your own death. <laughs> okay. Get buried in the cemetery next to them. Okay. Then dig out of your coffin into their coffin. Okay. Then you pull their body apart. So like you- you're taking apart one of those like um like rotisserie chickens you buy at like a gas station. <laughs> sure. It comes out comes out real easy. It's all the bones just come. The best way to do it's with your hands, right? Sure. That's where yeah, you get yeah. so you know you get all the meat mm-hmm. off of it. Exactly. Then you take whatever parts you want back into your coffin. And then you have friends dig you up. Why can't you do that with a Thanksgiving turkey? I just want to use my hands. I do. And tear that's up. How I, do you really? That's how you, um, when, whenever I'm like breaking down the turkey yeah. to make sure you get all the meat. Yeah, you got to use your fingers. Well, you break it down, but I just want it like from step one. You just want to like <laughs> just steam it out of the oven. You just dig both your hands in, in there. there. Get covered What's in like fucking butter and oil and just... <laughs> I mean, kind of. It would so be just, easier. I'm really bad at carving the turkey, so I would really like an easier... There's got to be a better way. <laughs> they make those, like, knives, like the little they should buzzsaw knives. Freddy Krueger gloves. Oh, turkey For cutters. turkey cutters. Do you think that's originally... Was Freddy Krueger, like, just yeah. a, mm-hmm. a turkey just guy? A, just a friendly janitor. 
<laughs> did his horrible demise at the hands of those unruly Me Too townspeople come at Thanksgiving? Is that why he was wearing I think those so, clothes? yeah. It's a, thanks, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street's famously a Thanksgiving-themed <laughs> okay. Not enough. Planes, trains, and automobiles, and Nightmare on Elm Street. That's it, I think, as there far as Thanksgiving movies. The Pilgrim, which is a bad horror movie. Oh, okay. About right. people who are like, I want to have a traditional Thanksgiving. So they invite like a bunch of like pilgrim reenactors. Okay. And the guy's like, I want to do it incredibly traditionally. And then right. he just slowly becomes crazier and crazier. And then he just becomes like the pilgrim. Then like puts their daughter in like a dunking tank and like calls her a witch and tries to burn her. Oh. Yeah, good stuff like that. It's a Got horror it. movie. Right? Okay. That's fun. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I've not seen Thanksgiving. I hear it's fun. There's like a, a turkey, a turkey, like a haunted turkey one. Turkey Geist? Poultry Geist. Poultry Geist. You could Turkey Geist. It took me a second. <laughs> okay, there's a lot of Thanksgiving movies. Weirdly, three out of the five of those were horror. So, <laughs> strangely, we have so many Thanksgiving horror movies. Yeah. Do you think that somebody thinks it's a novel idea and they don't do any research as to, like, is there already a Thanksgiving horror movie and they just make another one? Yeah, that'd be great. Which is better? As far as puns are concerned, Thanksgiving or Poultry Geist? I think Poultry Geist. Poultry Geist. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, like, Thanksgiving doesn't have, like, a a mascot like Christmas does. The turkey. The turkey. Is he not a mascot? No. I don't think you eat eat the mascot. I guess, like, like Charlie Brown. Like, they do, like, that Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. You get the big Charlie Brown. So you're saying Snoopy is the Thanksgiving mascot? Well, I mean, he'll he'll sell you to, you know. MetLife? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, famously, the guy will sell, the Schultz will sell them to anybody. Oh, sure. He's the anti-Bill Watterson. That's why you're going to give Billy Billy Watts his teeth. Billy Watts. Because they're enemies (laughs) of the state. And he'll go, (laughs) (laughs) So Billy Watts I bet he'd be a pleasant person to hang out with. Yeah, I bet he's like, it's like a cowboy walking into an old West town. He's got sort of like that. I bet he's got that air about him. Billy Watts? Yeah, yeah probably. Sort of, sort of grizzled. And like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> go like, out while you're on top, dude. Like, do Calvin and Hobbes and then just stop. Yeah, like, why, it was a smart move. Smart move, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and he just makes all the money off of those... Uh, um, Calvin, Calvin pissing? Calvin pissing. Sure, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> it's like he just he just rakes it in now. He doesn't know what to do. He can't even spend it all. That is one of the, the, one of the best, uh, like, iconographic symbols of all time is calvin pissing right i mean i'm sure bill watterson is pissed because he said no merch and they yeah. made calvin pissing well i mean it's like illegal like so i want a tattoo of calvin pissing right next to my penis so that when i piss it feels like oh yeah that would be good it feels like right? it's calvin pissing yeah yeah and I wanna, like i want Hobbes tattooed on my butt but like his <laughs> mouth is my asshole so when <laughs> whenever i'm shitting like the poop is coming out of her <laughs> calvin something calvin, real wrong i'm real sick <laughs> what do you think what do you think Hobbes sounds like? Because uh, I bet Calvin sounds like, Hi, I'm Calvin. Oh, Jesus Christ. He's a little grim. Calvin. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Calvin. Calvin. Um, no, I think Hobbes sounds like this. Okay. Hey, Hobbes, what are we doing today? Well, Calvin, I think we're going to go on a walk in the woods. Oh, we're going to uh, meditate on the nature of <laughs> the world and our place in it. <laughs> That's right. we got a lot of... Keynesian economics. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole market. Ah, animal spirits. Ah. Animal spirits. That's what he is. That's Keynes. Yeah, bear, yeah, yeah. Bulls and bears. But uh, bulls and bears. Was he all about animal spirits? Yeah. Okay. And though it's the holidays. <laughs> I had to explain to my kid. My kid. I watched the movie with my kid. Uh huh. Mr. Bean's Holiday. And he was. They were really excited that. It was like a holiday, Christmas themed. Uh-huh. I'm like, nope, nope. That the Brits say holiday <laughs> yeah. to mean vacation. I think we both also thought that yeah. it was a Christmas theme, Mr. Bean, which is why we're doing it in December. Did no research <laughs> on what Mr. Bean's holiday was. It's a was. Cannes Film Festival theme. <laughs> That's a fun thing to be a 
movie theme. It is a very shit. summery. What month is the is the can in? I think it's June or July. Okay, right? yeah. yeah, it's pretty summery. It is a yeah. It's a very sunny movie, south of France. Uh, We'll talk all about it as we go. Yeah. Do we want to get into it? Just start I mean, beaning it up. We've been talking for like 15 minutes. Great. <laughs> I love doing Would that. Would you like to vamp for a little bit more? <laughs> all right. Let's get to this week's theme. This week's movie is called Mr. Bean's Holiday. And if you've never watched it before, here's. Don't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> really? You loved it? No, I hated it. Yeah, <laughs> You're right. I don't think I hated it. We'll get to it. We'll okay, get to okay. it. We'll get, let's to talk, let's we'll get to the rating. Talk about Mr. Bean. Ev, what's your exposure to Mr. Bean? <laughs> we talked about. I mean, I watched yeah, him as a kid it. in the in the nineties. We've already talked yeah. about all this. Yeah, and I just watched uh, the Bean movie when the, we reviewed it. This blew my mind. Bean movie came out nineteen ninety eight. I think yeah, ninety yeah. This movie came out in two thousand and seven. Yeah, almost ten years. Fucking wild that somebody thought this was a necessity. Well, like, they were going to do um, another Bean movie in like the early aughts, and it was going to be uh, he goes to Australia, and it was called um, Bean Down Under. Down Under Bean. Down Under Bean. That's right. Down Under Bean. But yeah. So, um, but then he got roped into doing Scooby Doo, and I guess just decided not to do it anymore. You know, I think that's wrong. <laughs> okay. I think I read the same anecdote you're talking about. This movie was originally supposed to be Down Under Bean, and he talked about it on the Scooby-Doo press tour, because Scooby-Doo came out in like 2004 or five, yeah. and then uh, it ended up becoming uh, Le Bean. <laughs> Le Bean du France. Yeah. French Bean. <laughs> French Bean, yes. Um, it was called Bean 2, French Bean, then Mr. Bean's Holiday. Oh, really? Yeah. It was called French Bean? Yeah, for a little bit. I'm, I'm surprised there's no pun there between France and beans that they could have I would have called it Eric Covert. What? What is that? That's a French green bean. Oh, okay. I would have called it Monsieur Bean, right? Isn't that a better name? I mean, yes, I guess. But I think that... Or does Mr. Bean have like name f- recognition? I don't know. I feel like the fucking French thing was a trap. Because, like... Oh, we're watching a weird fucking French movie now. <laughs> I ca- okay. Who was this movie fucking for? <laughs> yes. Well, it's for everybody. It's for the whole family. It's not, though. It's a little bit for daddy. So, it's a little bit for the here's kids. Here's the thing. 90... 5% of the dialogue is in not in English. Right. You need the subs. You need the subs. It's not for kids because the thing is like there is some physical comedy. It's a bean show, right? right. There's physical comedy. But you got a little kid speaking in Russian. You've got a woman speaking in French and you got Mr. Bean who says three words. Right, right. And there's a lot of dialogue. Yeah. Like there's a lot. There's a ton. And so like my kid had no fucking idea what was going on most of the time. Oh, no. Were they really confused? No, they just d- zoned out, and then they oh. would, like, kind of z- snap back in whenever he, like, took his pants off or okay. whatever. <laughs> sure, yeah. No, you're right. This is a, a confounding movie. And then there's, like, jokes about, like, high art cinema. <laughs> like, kids aren't going to get that shit. Willem Dafoe's Willem character. Dafoe, I cannot yeah. believe Willem Dafoe is in this I feel movie. Like Willem Dafoe is, like, a Ron Perlman where he'll be in anything. Sure. He just wants a paycheck? I don't think... I think he just doesn't turn down roles i think he's probably got plenty of money like because ron, like, ron perlman famously will accept any role as long as you meet his like ba- basic criteria but i feel like as as opposed to like a nick cage willem dafoe has so many more prestigious role he's got like he like he's got the lighthouse you know what i mean like he's doing all the spider-man movies where he's like the north the yeah best actor. he's got the green goblin in his pocket <laughs> you can pull that out any fucking day but i mean Cage doesn't have a green goblin. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's his a, green a, a ghost rider. No, <laughs> damn it. Oh, I wish they'd bring back Nick Cage ghost rider. Ghost rider. But like, this seems like an anomaly in Willem Dafoe's career. 
as far I as I, I think he stars in just like sort of random shit. Like, I, I mean, because like his his uh his filmography is pretty scattershot. Like he goes from like Boondock Saints to Shadow of the Vampire to you know. Yeah, Boondock Saints also not a great movie, but at the very least unbelievably popular and critically yeah. acclaimed. Right. Yeah. yeah, I remember loving it when I was in high school, and then like wanting to rewatch it, and then going like, you know, the parts I remember yeah. are bad. We probably didn't hold up on movie night. Once we were talking about movies, you know, we we're talking about the Boondock Saints for some reason. Everybody's like, "Oh yeah, I saw it. It was fine. I liked it." And Rick, our, our friend Rick said, uh, "I never saw it," and I immediately was like, "It's because you didn't go to college." <laughs> Not as a derogatory yeah. thing, but it is the most college movie. Yeah. Everybody watches it in their dorm room. Everybody has the fucking poster. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, like it is an unbelievably college movie. Um, but Bean. <laughs> Back to the beat. It's wild. Nowadays, we do the thing where we have a movie and then we revisit the character 10 years later, right? Or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, we're, f- we're making sequels mm-hmm. to movies that were out in, like, 2010 now. Right. But this, not only was it not the time for that, not, that wasn't really done, but also, we're not really revisiting the ca- We don't see any of the characters from the first movie. And it is a fundamentally different movie. 100% like, different. It is different in tone, different in scope, yeah. different in acting, different yeah. in everything. Yeah. Like, the, the only... Bean, Bean is the only and even he seems tissue. like different. Like he's way less like mean spirited. Yes, like he's... he still does shitty things, right? Yeah, but like, yeah, like it's sort of accidental now. Yeah, okay, okay. Like they were less like the the whole premise of Bean was him being just a fucking nightmare, goof into shit, everybody, sure, all around, just destroying everything. Yeah, and this one he doesn't really do that as much. Like, yeah, a, a little bit. And he's, he, you know what? He gets more W's in this movie, right? He's, he's... I was afraid he was going to get a girlfriend for a second. Me too! I was like, no, 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 no. They were really, like, so they were, they were riding teasing that it. They were teasing it. <laughs> they were like, to- let's, talk, let's talk about the fucking movie. Okay, 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 okay. 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 Um, opening up. Bean parks in front of a church raffle. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a rainy <laughs> London day. They just dispense with the premise immediately. You win a trip to France. <laughs> Unreal. He wins a holiday to the south of France by train. A uh, little joke. He thinks he lost yep. because the number 6161 and he's looking at his ticket and it says 919 because he's holding it upside down. And, he, and then he puts it in a train and the train like turns around and like I th- like a kid sees it. And I thought they were going to have like a moment where he like beats up a kid or something. Oh, that's yeah. What, that's what they would have had in the previous movie. Him like fucking getting into a fight with a kid. Right. But this one is just like, but I win. Yeah, it's, yeah. Me. <laughs> it's me. Or did, or did it? it. Um, and I, there was a moment where they were playing uh, La Mer, like that beyond. No, oh, what the fuck is that? Beyond the, the sea. sea. Yeah, yeah. They were playing that, and I thought, like, oh, that's a fun thing. And then I realized it was diegetic when the little girl turns off the tape recorder. Yeah, yeah. That's, I like that, diegetic that was, music. That was film. funny. I'm a yeah, fan of I that. I liked that. Um, there's no real compare. I mean, I'm gonna have to one to one compare it. Previous movie, we start off with Bean using a, a razor on his tongue. Yeah. Go, great gag. Great <laughs> gag. This, it's him parallel parking and locking his car. Yeah, I thought he was going to slam into the fucking Me car. Too. That's previous movie. He would have fucking There's wrecked no that street. Yeah. And locking his car with a padlock. Yeah, that's, that's funny, it. I guess. But There was um, a woman standing there with a handbag that just said queen, 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 queen on it. Oh, did it? Yeah, I don't <laughs> okay, know why. I locked in on that. Famous I'm like, brand. Oh, here we go. Um, the other part of his gift that he wins, critical, mission critical, is a handheld camcorder. Jesus fucking Christ. Which becomes sort of the linchpin of the whole movie. I hated that. Why? Just like fucking handy cam shots Tons of, of his face it's very close up. Blair Witchy. Yeah. I mean like it's just fuck like fucking found footage. Like yeah. 
I was like, oh my, oh my god, I hope they dispense with it. I hope it runs out of batteries. And it does at one point, but then he plugs it in and it's fine. Yes, right? Well, it's wild that, yeah, it has enough memory. I'm not sure how that's being handled in this. I mean, pres- <laughs> I think it just d- dumps into brain, like brains. Bean's brain is the cloud. So oh, it just okay, dumps sure. footage right into there. Um, yeah. Uh, so he's he's on the train um and uh he's filming himself he says gracias to a french woman he thinks he thinks gracias is, is thank you in that is in a joke that french never gets old no it, it happens three or four times it happens like the movie. six times every time it got a laugh out of me gracias. this movie got one laugh out of me no and i will find it yeah report it walk. Report yeah it. um so he gets off the train and well, on the train he doesn't he does a bad thing where he dumps coffee on somebody's laptop Oh, yes, that's right. And yeah. this apparently is in the European version. Oh. We watched the, the European version is the one on Amazon. Oh, that's okay. One. That's the one I watched. Yeah, okay. So it's, yeah. So I we, rented we, this we rented. <laughs> Thank you, Saker. I also <laughs> I, rented it. I so wish <laughs> I would have pirated it, but I did rent it. So you know what? I didn't rent it. It was free with my seven-day trial to BritBox. <laughs> so I got a trial to BritBox. They won't let me cancel stuff anymore on Amazon. Really? Yeah, I, I kept doing that where you sign up for something and then cancel it like yeah. two days later. And now I have to like write in. Oh, <laughs> you have like, to send a P.O. box. I have to like sales. talk. To, I have to talk to somebody. That sucks. I'm like, can I ask why you're canceling? No, you may not. It's <laughs> like, oh, my private okay, business. Well, that's all taken care of. Can I, really I, can I ask why you're canceling? No, no, you may not. Thank you very much. <laughs> I don't remember the laptop. What happened? He just dumps coffee. He on like he, he buys some coffee. Yeah. And then he like, you know, he's weaving down the fucking uh, tr- train because uh-huh. he's Mr. Bean. And he can't walk straight except when he does, which like <laughs> with deadly purpose. But uh, um, fucking homing missile. And he like dumps the coffee on somebody's laptop. It shorts out and then he like dumps it back into a cup from the the laptop and then like wipes the foam off with his hand yeah and then just walks away <laughs> and uh how the, can you say this isn't malicious beef? i know this is like there's like two or three of these and that's it yeah yeah, so yeah, like, yeah so then he like the guy wakes up and gets angry at the other guy and like this is the guy who's sleeping across him because he thinks that he dumped the coffee on the laptop funny. yeah that's very funny there is a well we'll get to malicious bean momentarily but the most malicious thing i've ever seen in my life um <laughs> He takes the wrong cab due to a very confusing mix-up, um, and uh, he ch- he's trying to figure out what train station he needs to be at. So he's taking one train, he gets into France, now he has to take another train to the south of France. Mm-hmm. So he gets off the train, takes a cab to another train station, uh, or he takes, he takes a cab to where he thinks the other train station is, but it's actually the wrong cab. He gets all the way on the other side of France, right? Or on the, on the other side, side of this, France. On the yeah. other side of Paris, excuse me. Um, so he's like an Aquitaine. And yeah. he's like, I need to get to the other train. And for a while, you're thinking like, well, this is when the shenanigans begin. And then he just kind of gets there. <laughs> well, there's, like a, there's like an it follows moment where Bean is just... He has yes. His, he has his little compass. He decides he, if line. he walks north, he will get there. And so he like locks in Terminator style <laughs> and just goes. Yeah, you're right. Homing missile was the right way to describe this. Very yeah. much. Um, he's walking over benches, over people, through walls, perhaps. Just... <laughs> busting them down and during the city thing we see it's interspersed with like pic- like found footage shit of him like taking pictures of like french pastries yeah and like filming and so we see willem dafoe walk around yes with a girl named a woman named sabine who is a french actress and then also we see a fucking accordion player and this accordion player is going to come back like 30 times yes the movie. same guy every time <sighs> very he weird gets around yeah yeah very time strange. is time is very like fluid in Mr. Circle. Beans. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, no idea. We'll discuss that at the end, but uh Um so he gets caught up. He gets to the other train station. No real problems. Again, I hate to see Bean take this many W's. It sucks. Yeah, even like the French police are like, "Oh, he's he's stopping traffic on the street." Oh, I think he's British. Let him get hit by a car. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm totally fine. 
he tries to buy a sandwich, uh, and because of circumstances, he uh, is going to be... Uh, he, he misses his second train, right? Okay, miss the train. You know what? No big deal. He can just get the next one. Again, taking that <laughs> W. And you know what's even better? I'm going to have lunch at, at a the, fancy... A very, very like fancy restaurant in a train in station. In a train station, <laughs> yeah. which is, of course, oh, yes, also very strange. Um, so uh, this is when we get... Our classic Bean antics. Classic <laughs> Bean. Love this shit, right? Yeah, the, the maitre d' played by Jean Roquefort. Yeah, I looked him up. He's, he's like, like a, a famous French actor. Very famous French actor, yeah. But he's like the most attentive fucking maitre d'. Oh, he's he, watching Bean he's eat. He's like up Bean's ass the whole <laughs> fucking time. Um, he recommends a seafood platter. Bean has no idea what's happening. Oui, oui. So he just says, yeah, that's what I want. And then as, as the seafood platter comes to him, gracias. <laughs> oh, so good. Bing! <laughs> we got oysters. We got uh, prawns. We got lobsters. I think it's just prawns and oysters. Yeah, I think it is just and prawns like and oysters. A yeah. lemon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? On a big mound of ice. Uh, Which did not, doesn't look appetizing at all. No, it looked gross. Um Oysters, not up Beans Alley. Not a fan of oysters, nor am I. I've never had an oyster. They don't look the least bit appetizing to me, so I never even thought about trying them. They're always expensive, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hear they taste snotty. Why would you like, it's got that goo. Some people do it. Some people do it. I don't understand. Slimy is not a texture I look for in my food. Okra, oyster is not a thing for me. The rich are, being rich is a disease, a mental mental disease, I think. (laughs) I don't know. Why would you do that to yourself? Because you have the money. Yeah, because you like the taste of oysters. I don't know. Different story. I'm no. not going to yuck anyone's yum. I'm going to yuck the rich's yum. <laughs> they need know. to. I mean, but reg- middle class people eat oysters too, Saker. I don't know if you know that. Who? Uh, Name six. Ben. <laughs> okay. All right. That's true. <laughs> our, our friend Ben. Five Okay. More. Jenny. Uh-huh. Uh, right, Teresa. Okay. Our mutual friend, Tony. Uh-huh. Big Tony. Uh-huh. Toad from the Mushroom the kingdom. kingdom. And... Wario. <laughs> <laughs> Two residents of the Mushroom <laughs> Kingdom. Interesting. All right. Um, and then prawn. He thinks it's uh, he's eating the prawn hole. That's yeah, the he's, joke. He's eating the prawn hole. He and then he tries munches. to eat the oysters. But like instead of slurping them down, he puts them in his napkin. And he has to get rid of them, right? Yes. Yes. So instead of, you know, just dumping him in like going to the bathroom and dumping him in the toilet or something yeah he, he puts them in the woman's next to him's purse yeah. i mean basically what we're getting at is this scene is inconsequential yes. it's an excuse for an extended bit yeah he does some little bits and then we're back on the train little bits right. little shits well we're not back on the train no he wants to be filmed getting on the train yes he does it's his big moment right so he flags down a dude he says buddy will you film me getting on the-? he mimes it because bean is a classic mm. mime right um Guy begrudgingly f- films him getting on the train. Several takes. How many how many takes do you give Bean? Let's say you're walking down in the uh, subway. Some for a foreign national comes up to you and <laughs> mimes that he wants to be filmed. Gives you a handy cam. Considering the man's circumstance, which we'll talk about momentarily, yes. I give him two takes maximum. I say I gotta get on that fucking train, <laughs> right? Okay. Bean gets on the train. Finally, has his good take. The door closes. Oh my god. The guy, he, he gets the camera back to Bean, and then he's like, all right, I got to get my, my soda, whatever, and he's like, he grabs it. As he grabs it, the door closes, and he's running alongside the train. Bean 
does the cruelest thing I've ever seen in my life. Pulls his handicap out and films this motherfucker running alongside the train, desperately trying to get inside. No reason Bean should be doing this. Absolutely none. I can't open the door. And to spoil it, the ending, Bean makes a big montage that's very heartwarming. I wish he had accidentally included (laughs) him destroying a family. Um, the man, uh, we find out his son is on the train. Yes. And that's why he's desperately trying to get back on the train. Steppen. His Steppen. Steppen. <laughs> yeah, his stepson Steppen. Um, yeah, Steppen is the, the man's son. So yeah, he's like a, I don't know, like 11 year old, 10, 11 yeah, year old kid. Yeah. And then like, okay, so does Steppen know that Bean locked his dad out? No. I, didn't I don't believe think so. Okay, so you, this 11 year old kid, and then this fucking i don't know 40 50 year old fucking yeah. british guy comes and just sits across from him and starts like fucking what's the opposite of mean mug silly mug silly <laughs> yeah. mug him. yeah I eat silly <laughs> <mugs>. <laughs> like, the fuck man i know bean feels bad for like his dad out but like everyone's staring at him he looks like a fucking predator yeah yeah well, what are you gonna do i mean you got what are you gonna do um pretend it didn't happen which is usually Bean's M.O., like wiping yeah. the coffee off the okay. laptop. Yeah, in the first movie, he would have done that. Yeah. He would have oh, just yeah. like, walked away. Yeah. Um, yeah, right, and that should have been the case. Your dad. <laughs> that should have been the case here. So yeah, Bean is a fucking sociopath. But then he kind of turns into a monster again because he sleeps on the tree. He just goes to sleep. He's like, well, I couldn't, I couldn't make this kid feel better, so good night. <laughs> I'm not going f- to work to figure this out. Does he realize what he's done? The dad... Um, says, wait for me at the next station as, as the train is departing. So mm-hmm. the kid gets off the next station and uh, Bean gets off with him because Bean sees a homeless man who's trying to like, I don't talk, know. Talk to him? Talk to this yeah. child. It's a little weird. To be fair, I would have felt like I should probably do something Yeah, there was too. like a drunk, yeah, a drunk guy, a drunk French guy walks up and is like, yeah. bonjour, yeah, yeah, yeah. boy. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, so now they're stranded together because the train takes off. Here's another question for you. Yeah. You've lost your child in a foreign city. Right. Don't got that. Would you rather little baby, ben, little rather. baby Benzo be alone? Uh, uh-huh. or, or, or with Mr. Bean? Jesus Christ. <sighs> Nothing truly bad ever happens to Bean. Well, people, be- I take that back. In this movie, Bean does get full-on hit by a semi-truck. <laughs> Which I think he's immortal. I think he cannot be killed. I think he cannot he be knows, killed. I think he knows he cannot be killed. <laughs> yeah. So, and he, he would have no... He would sacrifice Enzo. <laughs> so, you know what? I would rather Enzo, Collateral damage. my three-year-old son, be alone in France. That's preferable to me, I think. Okay. I, I would... I don't know. What do you think? You know, I'd want my kid with Mr. Bean. Really? Because I think they'd... Uh, I mean... Being, bad things will happen to adults around him, but I don't think he, he would hurt a kid. Or he, a kid could be hurt around he him. He just got this child lost from his father. Right. But I mean, emotionally, he'll hurt a kid. Okay. But okay, so the kid's lost, though. I've lost my son. I've lost my child. Okay. Bean will get him back to me. Bean did get him back to him. Well, no, Bean really didn't have much to do with getting him back to him. He tried. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he loses the kid like three times. Yeah, he does. <laughs> it sucks. Uh, oh, we forgot a critical part of this. Well, no, we're we're about to get to it. We're about to get to it. Okay, I forgot. Um, Dad's train is a uh, what's it called when it doesn't stop? Speedy, speedy boy. A speedy boy train. Express, <laughs> express train. Right. So as the train is passing, he holds up a notebook to the window, and it has Dad's cell phone number on it. Mm-hmm. And Bean takes a picture with the camcorder, but Dad's hand is over the last number, so we can't read it. So we know 
the first eight numbers. We don't know the last two. So Bean and this kid come up with a plan. Call a hundred numbers. We will get Thad's number if we call a hundred numbers. And like, so this is a running gag throughout the movie. Every time they runner. come near a phone, yes. they call three or four of these phone calls. Yes. And every phone call ruins someone's day. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And they're all characters we've seen before, <laughs> yeah. weirdly. Everyone's number. Um, this becomes sort of, at this point, uh, sort of a lone wolf and cub movie. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think so? I mean... It looks like a Grogu Mando <laughs> sort of scenario. Yep, yeah, Bean is a coolly competent <laughs> bounty hunter. <laughs> kind of, right? He's got he's part of a strange religious cult, too. <laughs> yeah, fair, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Everyone is very calm around Bean, for the most part. Like, Well, until he pisses them off. Yeah, but like they, tr- they give him so much fucking leeway. They do treat him as if he is not an alien. If Bean walked into my fucking store and was like, walked into your local GameStop. <laughs> yeah. And had his fucking beige ass suit and was like kicking games off the shelves by accident. I'd be like, no, we are, we are pre done with you, Bean. And like, so they're calling every number and Bean leaves his like wallet and passport. passport and all this stuff he loses it he leaves it on the phone they get back in the train and you know they have to run from the ticket so they're running from everybody who could help them yes like if they had just approached one fucking authority figure and been like hey this kid is lost right can you get him back to his dad yeah done there's no more movie yeah but a cab i mean <laughs> i gotta i see what bean is doing here half cab all french cops i've asked all, all french half cab half cab yep all right um there's a lot of train shenanigans in this movie and it does become tiresome i'm tired of people missing trains losing trains losing yeah. passports missing buses luggage yeah. buses yeah it's just like i know mr bean's on a holiday and that's going to be 90 percent of what happens is him losing his luggage and shit but i don't know i'm done with it so yeah they they have no money and they're hungry and so they mr bean p- puts on like a street performance yeah. He steals someone's like CD player and puts on a street. Again, they see the same band. The same guy with yep. the accordion is in yep. this band. Yeah, they, and they the, get inspired. This is time number three they've seen yes, the accordion yeah. man. So they're gonna milly vanilly some some money out of people. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he sings like an operatic uh, thing. Yes. My, my kid really liked that part where uh, Mr. Bean was singing. It was very was funny. Singing. Yeah, and then the kid gets involved. Who I kept wanting to call Max, but his name is Stepan. 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 Why? Russian. They made him Russian. They made the the kid and the dad are. I mean, I didn't the, even notice that. I thought he was French. No, they're was he speaking he Russian? Russian. Okay, yeah. I, I wasn't paying attention. I also zoned out. Okay, <laughs> which is just unbelievable because you've got in the movie people talking to each other. Yeah, and nobody understanding what's going on. Well, that's why. That's exactly because they didn't want Bean or Stepan to be able to communicate with the police because that makes the movie that too easy. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So like. Stepan's just talking to people in Russian, and they're like, "Qu'est-ce que c'est?" They're talking back in French. Yeah, no, nothing. No, is, nothing is being trans. No. And there's like later on in the movie, long car scenes, long dialogue scenes where nobody, everyone's talking, but nobody understands each other. Yeah, I, I don't understand. Actually, I mean, I un- the viewer understands because there's subtitles, but like solves a problem for me because well, we'll talk about a scene later where I thought there were two people speaking French. And neither of them were understanding each other. Okay, thank you. You okay. solved it for me. All right, okay. thank you. Um, so, uh, yeah, they do a little... I don't like Stepan. I don't think he's charismatic. I don't think he's a good actor. Yeah. I don't like him. He's a hot little kid. <laughs> you and your fucking weird... I would make fun of it, but you steal the thunder so quickly. <laughs> don't like that. But I don't like that this movie becomes a two-hander between him and Bean. Because Bean is doing funny things, but the writers were also like, you know what? 
I think the kids would like it if the kid did funny stuff too. It doesn't he doesn't do it. really do much stuff. Like no. he's he's there he's there to like be like I'm hungry. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, you're strange. He's like a prop for Bean. Yeah, it's true. Like yeah, Bean's a prop comic in this one. He uses a small child's body, <laughs> a ten year old's body, sticks his hand up his ass, manipulates him like a puppet. Um, we do have like the worst needle drop ever. Of once they get money from the opera, they start playing celebrate. <laughs> he gets like come on. And he gets this- like. $200. Yeah, they earn and they buy just a bunch of food. Like a shit ton of food and bus, and tickets. bus tickets. Yeah. Yes. So, they try to board a bus to Cannes, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of what I assumed they were going to do, which was to use the $200 to call 200 phone numbers <laughs> and talk to the father. No, they just buy a bus ticket and decide to go to Cannes and figure it out. Mr. Bean is going to get to the beach. That's <laughs> guess, all he wants. Yes. Like, fucking it follows, man. He's going to walk. He's going to ride planes, trains, and automobiles. Here. It is just fucking wild. But, like, so, yeah, there's just, I don't know. He doesn't understand how buses work. Because, yeah. like, the ticket blows out of his hand, and there's, like, a long chase scene where it, you know, blows. He catches it. It it goes onto a chicken foot. The chicken gets put on a... Uh, um, truck yeah he gets in a fuck steals a bike yeah starts biking after that like you just don't understand how buses work the bus is gone buddy. <laughs> you like, can get your ticket but <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna help you man it well, abandons point, the child it's the just principal straight up abandons the child <laughs> well what's more important he's just fucking locked in on yeah. this so the child is got we again see being monstrously <laughs> or maybe he just has adhd he, he has he's autistic <laughs> yeah well that's that one of the was never there, a question there is a uh, um is there like, an interview? I wrote down a lot of no, no, no. Oh, okay. I, I wrote down a lot of reviews me. of this movie, and uh, um, Suzanne Codine Lambert of the Arizona Republic. Her review of this is: eh, it's an okay movie, but it's really hard to laugh at a character. I'm 95 percent sure is autistic. <laughs> yeah, that kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, he did not but, age well. But here's the deal: is he autistic or is he a literal alien? Because in the Bean TV series, we do see him drop yeah. from heaven, right? Yes. So maybe he just doesn't understand what's happening in the world. And in the Bean cartoon, he has taken up on an alien spaceship and all the aliens look like Mr. Bean. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I think maybe, I don't know. Yeah. A lot of people online trying to figure out if he's autistic or not. I don't know. Um, okay. 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 Uh, so he goes into, he hits chicken shit on his feet. Yes. Um, he rides his bike. Oh, he comes out to real, to find his bike has been run over. Yes. By a tank. Yes. <laughs> Bizarre. Uh-huh. And... Uh, so he um, kind of just like walks, doesn't he? Yeah. I, I write here, I don't take any notes for a while because nothing of importance occurs. It's just a long, like it's a, long, a montage of him like walking through the French countryside. And yeah. And he wakes up in like a village, a yeah. French well, village. Uh, by, by the way, he gets hit by a car here. <laughs> a speeding car. He locks himself in a porta potty. He is able to knock out the floor of the porta potty, walk out onto the road. The camera cuts away as a car speeds towards him. We see it's like a truck. Um, it's like yeah. a full on semi truck. We see wood go everywhere and then Bean just like dusts himself off as the camera goes back on. It's a, a bit, it's funny. Is it? But it's also confounding. And it, 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 it he can inst- lift the porta potty up. He's, he's strong enough to lift the whole fucking thing. Fair. So just tip it over and walk out the bottom. In such a grounded movie, this really took me out of it. <laughs> I felt like this, I had a handle on what was happening. Um, all right. So he so wakes up in a French village. We, he wakes up in a French village. He sees a beautiful woman. Same woman that so, he saw. Yes. The same woman he saw with Willem Dafoe. With Willem Dafoe. Yes. Yes. Um, so... I was like wondering, I'm like, oh, this is weird. Like in like the, two, the, the, the late aughts, like French villages like this exist. And then smash cut 
explosion tank tanks nazis <laughs> <laughs> like they just come storming and shooting guns fucking explosions yeah yeah i'm like oh nazis you're gonna go there yeah this movie's gonna <laughs> go? Like, of course it does yep uh but it turns out let's do another jump it's not he didn't get transported back to the 1940s <laughs> this is a a uh frizzy yogurt commercial <laughs> shot by willem dafoe shot by willem dafoe who's a director yes this is the most a to q jump we've ever gotten in bean usually it's like because a b because b c this is bean misses his bus chases the ticket to nowhere and then wakes up in a village it's like there's no connective <laughs> tissue between these two pieces in the least it's very upsetting to me um all right. So, so he tackles the woman because he thinks the Nazis are attacking. Right. Then Willem Dafoe thinks he's an extra. Right. So gets him in a Nazi uniform. And then we get some hilarious <laughs> shenanigans. As Mr. Bean goose steps around, yep. filming himself with his fucking handy cam. Yep. Which finally runs out of batteries. I'm like, oh, thank fucking Jesus. Uh-huh. Hand- nope. Nope. He's going to plug that motherfucker back in. Yeah. Well, get of it course. Up. But this is A to B. Because the handy cam ran out of batteries... He has to plug it in. Because he plugs it in, he unplugs the explosive device that is used in the Nazi war commercial, (laughs) which is very yogurt commercial. Uh, Which is, I I gotta say, it's funny. Like, conceptually, using using World War II to sell yogurt is a funny idea, and I appreciated that. Um, So, yeah, he does... It's shot in, like, uh, Auschwitz. Yeah. (laughs) Starving people. (laughs) Starving Jewish people and uh, like a Nazi just lavishly eating a, a fruitsy yogurt. Oh man, that's that would be very funny. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, Willem Dafoe, uh, he his camcorder's fine, and then he plugs the ele- the explosive back in, and Willem Dafoe explodes himself. I thought Willem Dafoe was dead. Me too. But he shows up later <laughs> in the movie untouched. Yeah, he's it, fine. Absolutely no explanation. <laughs> yeah. But we see like his like I don't know bits of body parts. Right? We don't actually <laughs> it's see just that. his hat. Like yeah, his hat. but it's it is implied. So maybe everybody in this movie is immortal. Maybe so. Is this a world where death does not exist? It has to be. Damn. That's why everyone's so cavalier around Bean. But it is. I mean, he kind of does live in the Looney Tunes universe. Yeah, I mean, you have to when you're Mr. Bean. Um, and then we have another kind of uh, A to Q where he's walking again and he's just picked up by a woman. Well, wait. This is the the one scene that, that got an actual laugh out of me was oh. the Kung Pao scene where he's waiting by the side of the road like trying to hitchhike and you see this guy in like a moped coming <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then it cuts back to Bean and then it cuts back to the guy yeah. and it cuts back to Bean and cuts back to the guy and the guy is just coming like at a walking pace <laughs> towards him. <laughs> that was the only thing that got like a snort out of me. It like, was very I'm funny. coming! Yeah. I'm coming! And so <laughs> the guy, he's like, Mr. Bean's like, oh yeah, and this, it's like this fucking, it's like a bike with a little fucking gas motor on right. it. And the guy's walk, guy's moving real slow and the, and the guy's like, yeah, hop on. Bike can't move with Mr. Bean on it. <laughs> So the guy's like, oh, well, let me see if I can tune up the engine or something like that. Mr. Bean immediately tries to steal the bike. How can you say he's not more monstrous in this movie? Because, I don't know, I feel like in the previous movie, he's destroying, like, works of art, and now he's just he's just casually cruel. <laughs> All right, I but, like, so he sense. steals the bike, and the bike moves at a walking pace, so the guy just walks up next to him and is like, listen, fucker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, like, throws him on the ground. They, they, they're both miming, which is great. Yeah. This guy also doesn't speak, but the, it's very clear. There were some funny parts of this movie. Yeah, I like that like, part just the the, the the cruelty of someone's <laughs> someone's here to help you out so i'm gonna punish you for it i'm gonna steal their shit what a nightmare um someone picks bean up in a copy of his own car his classic car yes. from the mr bean series but it's a nice copy of his car yes yeah um 
And uh, her name is Sabine. Get it? Bean, Sabine. Bean. Yes, I love it. Uh, and the movie immediately becomes more palatable to me because I feel like Bean has another character to bounce off of, right? Also, yep. Sabine is very cute. And that helps a lot for me being able to watch. The kid the is movie. gone. Bean doesn't care. No, like Bean just never, never mentions him again. I mean, well, we we do see the we kid. We will see him again. Yeah, yes. the kid gets picked up by the accordion players. We see like a, a one second cut yes, of the kid just a party bus walking up to a party bus full of like street musicians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she was. This is the same woman we saw with Willem Dafoe at the beginning. She was in the yogurt commercial, and she's going to be a big star because she's in Willem Dafoe's big movie premiering at Cannes. Right. Yes. And uh, and that's it. Um, they stop to they stop to pee. So they're driving to can, yes. which is great. Yes. So convenient. They stop to pee. Bean finds the kid. The kid is with the the band. Super funny. Super exciting. Th- which they all just start playing. Yeah, they have a little party time. They jam have a little fucking jam session. She yeah. comes out. She's like, huh, interesting. And then they take the kid. Yes. The band is more than oh, okay, sure. Go sure. with these strangers. That's fine. I mean, the kid seems happy to see Bean. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, he is. It is a familiar. Like if, a kid, if a kid recognizes somebody and like goes with them, I guess that's different. Yes. Than yeah. Mr. Bean just kidnapping him like he did at first. Um, Sabine has a cell phone. Bean yes. and uh, Stepan try more numbers. Um, this movie's batshit. <laughs> they try one of the numbers, and the guy is like, "Hello." Is this Maxine? If you don't tell me you love me, I'm going to kill myself. And then Bean hangs up because it's not the guy's dad and he's speaking French. And then we see somebody jump off a fucking bridge. <laughs> Which doesn't look high enough to kill them. No. But at the same time, somebody jumped off a <laughs> fucking bridge. This movie is batshit. And then immediately it cuts to the Hawaii 5-0 theme. <laughs> this movie is a fucking batshit nightmare. And then they give up. They just stop calling numbers. I think, yeah, they give up. Um, and Sabine has, like, narcolepsy or something. Well. She falls asleep and then cannot be woken up. Just cannot. She is just in a coma, basically. I did write Sabine falls into a coma while driving. Yes. Like, they, try, they try to wake her up. No, not yeah. going to do it. So okay, Bean, so, so to, for, for it's nighttime now. Mm-hmm. Stepan falls asleep. Uh, and then uh, Sabine falls asleep while driving, and Bean is trying to wake her up. Yes, yes, can't wake her up. So he does like a plane trays and automobile thing where he's trying to switch the seat. So he gets in this, gets into her seat instead of just like you know putting on the brake, like, yes. like a human would do. Yes, he like gets in. And now he's driving. She's in the passenger seat with her face like smushed up against the window Funny. because she cannot be woken. No, she's dead to the world. And so Bean starts to fall asleep. Yeah. And what do you, really what funny do you do shit. when you start to fall asleep? You pull the car over. No, no. you keep driving. Well, you gotta you, get to the you beach. You gotta get there. So he turns the music up, he's tapping, he starts to fall asleep. So what does he do? Puts the cigarette lighter on his... I just go, no, I just have my notes. No, 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 no. As he pulls out the cigarette lighter, because I thought he was going to light the fucking car on fire. But no, instead he just jams it on his finger. It's just funny. Not good enough. Falls asleep. Falls yeah. asleep anyway. Wakes up. Oh shit, I got to do something. The thing that eventually does it for him is he clockwork oranges himself. <laughs> so he finds a matchbox, takes matchsticks and pries his eyelids open. I would think that you would still be able to sleep. Yes. Right? Yeah. You just Your eyes wouldn't be closed. But your brain could shut off. Yeah. I think that that's not going to help. But it helps Mr. Bean. It helps Mr. Right? Bean. Right. Whatever strange, part. like, physiognomy he has, yeah. this, is what, this is what keeps him awake. All yeah. right. All right. Um, so, wait. She also... Okay. So, they stop. But she also finds, like, out that he... There's, like, a... Is this where he finds out that, the, like, the police are after him? Um, is this where she finds out? Or... No. That's coming up. 
Because they make it to Can. Okay, yeah. And, you and, see, you and they're trying to set up Bean and Sabine. And I hate this because Bean is 50. Sabine is like late 20s. And she's like hot. And Bean is Bean. And, and she has remarkable patience. Oh, yeah. She's incredibly kind. She's like, she gotta be, she's got to be high, like on cocaine or something the yes. whole time. Like oh, she's on certainly. some sort of drug she's because yeah. <laughs> like, he is just a monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, what nationality are you? Are you Greek? <laughs> <laughs> like, tongue lolling out of his mouth <laughs> drool going everywhere um so, so like you see we see that Willem Dafoe is okay yes we also see the kid's dad yes Emil do you still go to work if your kid <laughs> is missing and was last seen with a villain like because the only thing you've seen is the, your kid is with this guy right then there's like some grainy footage and then like some security guards like yeah that guy's real bad yeah <laughs> no i mean you have to you got you know you gotta go to you just, got you gotta do what you gotta do you gotta go you to know? work yeah of course you do you don't well, like here's the other thing is that they find this out by stopping again for gas and sabine walks in the gas station and there's a tv playing english language <laughs> news for the viewer of course for in fucking france and sabine can understand what's being said understands that bean has kidnapped this child she speaks english Oh, yeah, that's right. We do find she out. She speaks English. She comes out. And she's, she's, she speaks English the whole she's time. She's like, why the fuck didn't you tell me that well, you speak The reason English? she doesn't speak English to him is because she thinks he's, like, Russian or Greek. Right. Because yeah. he he's she's like, are you Russian? You're like, Yeah. <laughs> well, you would think that doing lingua franca would be your go-to, right? I mean, everybody speaks English. Everybody speaks English. Everybody. But so she's just gibbering to him in, like, fucking French the whole goddamn time. Yeah. She's, like, talking to him. Yeah. And he's like... <laughs> 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 hey, they, start, they play this song i wonder if i can find it i'm gonna try to find it if i found it i'll put a clip in here it is like the hurry up theme for this movie but it sounds straight out of mario 64 and i fucking <laughs> loved it what a great little song So, uh, she comes in and she's like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. And yeah. then instead of calling the police like a human would, she's like, no, I got to get to see, I got to get to my premiere. This is my big break. Nothing is stopping you from getting this premiere. Yes. So I'm going to. So she's acting irrationally. She's on drugs. <laughs> Everyone in this movie acts irrationally. Uh, so she dresses up Bean and uh, Stepan as uh, women. Yes. Bean as her Spanish mother. And this is fucking wild. So there's police checkpoints. Yes. To like, it, it, you know, where there's the kidnapping. a kidnapping. Yeah. Right. So police checkpoint, they look in and they see these freaks of fucking nature <laughs> in the car. And she says, I'm sorry. This is my grandma. This is my mom. We're try We have to get the can. My movie's premiering. And they go, ma'am, no problem. And give her a police, police escort to can. <laughs> fucking bizarre. Um, we get a little yeah, view. Sabine, I like. I, I kind of like that. Sabine is also kind of a sociopath. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, she wants what she wants, and no one they is get going to can. Get There's in her like a cute scene way. where they're like, "Oh, look, it's can. It's beautiful." And they go like, "Stop it!" Like an overlook. Yeah. Like, hey, whatever. Yeah, Fine. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're all got the kid, and the and it's like, yeah, it's like, oh, I have a little happy family there. Yeah, it's cute. Um, we get we, we're we're getting snippets of can. We get to see Willem Dafoe's movie. Which is called Playback Time. <laughs> which was great. It looks... The soundtrack kicks ass to Playback Time. I fucking loved it. <laughs> the 
Other than that, it's just a very strange. It's, it's like, meant to be sort of boring and self-indulgent. Yes. Like, what is love? It, it reminded Pieces me of falling out of the rain. Yeah, yeah. It was it was meant to be like a like a Lars von Trier, except less edgy. Um, it was I don't meant know. to be a, a fucking shitty director doing like trying to do an art film. Yes, and it yeah. just wasn't. It was yeah. like he's a police detective, and he. I, I don't know if he lost his partner or he lost his wife yeah or yeah it doesn't matter very confusing yeah um bean pursued by authorities i'm just summing up a lot here works to give sabine her bring, big break after carson cuts her scene so carson is willem dafoe's character mm-hmm. carson has cut her out of the movie and so bean is like i got this well, he doesn't mean to do it on purpose he wants to because he wants to show the kid no i think he oh i don't know because they don't talk to each other because we see her, we, we see her scene. She goes, "Oh, they cut my scene." But Bean's not part of it. Bean's like in the back of the theater talking to the kid. I thought Bean was next to her at this point. No, Bean. My BritBox oh, subscription maybe... has run out. Bean, yeah, because Bean like moves in through the <sighs> row, and everybody's right. like getting up. He crawls and, in, yeah. And then he crawls out because he wants to help Sabine because he loves her. Okay, they're in love. Um, so he Are hooks they? up. He hooks up his camcorder, which he's been taping the whole fucking movie. Uh, to the projector somehow, which I guess has input for home. Just like an HDMI cable just puts it in there. Uh, And starts just playing shit over Willem Dafoe's voiceover. Yes. So we're seeing stuff, and it kind of makes sense. Like, the stuff that's being shown is kind of matching up with the voiceover. And It's like, what do I... I, I, I lost my love, my only love. And yeah. it's like pictures of Sabine and then to another man. And it's just pictures of Bean fucking dancing in the road and getting hit by a car or yeah. some shit. <laughs> what does he have that I don't have? have? And it's him eating a lobster <laughs> hole. <laughs> uh, people love the new hut, uh, new cut. Everybody in the theater goes fucking crazy for it. Um, and the kid and dad are reunited. Yeah. Great. On stage. None of this is important. Yeah, but the thing is, like, so they're reunited and Willem Dafoe's like, no, no, my movie. And then he realizes, like, everybody, like, so, so you're Willem Dafoe. Do you take the win? Of course you do. You take the win. Well, I mean, if I am Willem Dafoe, he seems like a narcissist. So, yeah. I think, but, like, he seems like a narcissist, but also, like, that was his vision. Like, he thought, he thought the movie was fucking killing it. He wasn't yeah. looking at anybody else. He's locked in. He's like, this is the perfect movie. Everyone's fucking loving it. Because he doesn't yeah. see everybody asleep around him. Yeah. And then, like, he sees them all cheering, and they're like, okay, okay, so, yeah. So did Bean perhaps create a character arc for him, wherein he realizes now that giving up some creative control is sometimes a good thing? <laughs> yeah, sure. I think maybe we found our arc. <laughs> okay, there we go. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, Sabine is on stage. He's like, yeah, and then we get we cut to Willem Dafoe being like, yeah, everyone said it was a mistake. Everyone said that it, it shouldn't be done, that I was being self-indulgent, narcissistic, but now look at it. Yeah, <laughs> aren't I a genius? <laughs> they say that a lot of people have done exactly what I did before, and I did it worse, but no, I did it better. <laughs> uh, then Bean just fucking like, goodbye, I'm leaving now. <laughs> <laughs> he exits everyone's yeah. life And then he turns around and he sees the door open to the beach. And he sees the beach. His final destination. Which is actually one of the better scenes of the movie where I enjoyed the... Because he walks out onto the roof he of Mr. the... Mr. Magoo's down there. Yeah, and then there's like a truck next to it. So he walks on top of the truck and then another truck pulls up the slightly lower. So he just... He's looking through his camera and he's walking down this. And it must have been hell to shoot because he, oh, yeah. he had to park all these things right next to him. But he gets from, you know, 30 feet up in the air to the ground. It was very cool. Yeah, just stepping on trucks. Yeah, yeah. Um, when he gets there... Time has no meaning. <laughs> exactly. Because it takes, it takes him 35 seconds <laughs> yes. to walk to the beach yes. from where he was. But no. Stevan is already there and shirtless and has and built, built a sandcastle. 
Or a giant sand car, excuse yes. me. And then Sabine is there. Sabine is there being interviewed about her movie. So they have time to set up. The movies come out, I guess. So what I would have liked to see is as being walked down those uh, cars, you see, you get like a like a Philip and you see the sun, the sun going up and down out of the sky. Like a day or two has passed. He finally gets to the beach. Yeah. Because I... It's like hours later. Yeah. But we've been with him the whole time. Like, it's never cut away. No, yeah. I don't know. None of it makes any sense. <laughs> and then they break the fourth wall and all start singing together. Yes! We've got a big musical ending where everyone starts singing so, La Mer. it was a movie the whole time. Oh! This is a Super Mario Brothers 3, you think? <laughs> where it was a stage play. None of it actually happened. This was... Yeah, in the context oh, of that's why fuck. and so everything makes a lot more sense if everybody in the movie was act was it was a movie in a movie right so when we were watching playback it was we were three movies deep does it make more sense but does that imply that every mr bean movie has been a movie because mr bean didn't seem to be playing a character oh. was bean did bean never is bean a character is rowan atkinson a character <laughs> now i'm confused on if the reality i live in is real is this a simulation Okay, good. Yeah. We're all in Carson's simulation. Okay, got ben, it. Ben Carson's simulation. Ben Car- <laughs> We're all in the Godfather Pizza simulation. Um, wow. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I, I loved the final scene. I thought Lemaire was really fun. I thought it was cool that they all sang together. Yeah. I mean, I, it, it... I miss the... It like, was very it was much... It like a, a Bollywood ending. Right? It's a product of late 90s, early 2000s film that maybe, I guess, survived 2007 where all the characters get together and sing a song at the end. It's like Rat Race and Shrek and fucking like... Something about Mary. Did it happen in Something About Mary? I think so. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. It's fun. I like it. I wish we did it more often. I wish we broke the fourth wall at the end and everybody was like, listen, who cares? We all had fun here, didn't we? <laughs> you know what this is. Don't pretend. <laughs> don't, sus- don't you suspend your disbelief. Don't walk you out of here. Piece of shit. You didn't have a life-changing experience. And then like the after the credits, there's like a Marvel Cinematic Universe stinger for the, where he... Uh, you didn't see that? No. You didn't watch the end of the credits? Are you being serious? Yeah. No, tell me. Oh, it's nothing. He there you. There's a close-up on sand. You see water coming over, and you see Mr. Bean's foot come out, and he writes Finn in the sand. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, that's it. Nice. Huh. I guess it cost them nothing to film. How did you know it was Mr. Bean's foot? Was it horribly disfigured? <laughs> the toes, hairy and the toes were like, the toes were fingers, basically. <laughs> okay. got it. And my last note is, I think I hated that. I think I hated that whole movie. <laughs> really? Just the whole thing that worked for you? Really? 2,400 five-star reviews. Wow! Unreal. 79% five-star reviews. But I guess, like, if you're seeking out the Bean Beans Holiday on Amazon, right. you're already primed to be, like... You're Amazon primed. Yeah. To um, be you're right. We are watching this because we're forcing ourselves to. Yeah. Most people want the Bean. Most people say, like... It's like, it is a movie you can watch with kids. Yes. Well... There are... Yeah, it is. Yeah, there's not no, great, there's nothing... Yeah. There, I mean, what... There's nothing objectionable there. Like, no, got, it's just hard for kids to watch. Yeah. I mean, my kid watched about half of it. Okay. And sat there kind of glazed for the other half. I'm amazed that they sat there. I'm amazed there's they enough, had the... There's enough stupid shit to keep him interested. Like, okay. oh, look, he put a shirt on his head. Like, okay. it's, it's like fucking kid humor, right? <laughs> a shirt He has long hair. Look, he, look, he's singing a song. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Look, he got hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't freak your child out immediately? <laughs> Okay. So yeah, this was directed by Steve Bendelak, who did I think Little Britain and then like the 
Mighty Boosh, a, a couple, like oh, maybe nice. one or two. One, like the, the um, what are those things called where it's the first episode? The pilot? Pilot. Okay. Mighty Boosh didn't actually do the whole series. Okay, okay. And then also Hamish McColl wrote it, who just basically wrote fucking Mr. Bean stuff. That's it? Yeah. He, well, he also wrote Paddington? And the return of Johnny English. Whoa! Johnny English born. Wait, but this this isn't whole Paddington like a huge? Wait, Paddington Two is what Paddington I'm Two, of. It's like one of the best movies of all time, right? I'm told. That's what I'm told too. I've never seen it. Just need a friend to watch it with. I just need a friend to watch it. Sees with. Richard. Sees Richard. Call us up. Yeah. I know you love Paddington Two. All right, what were you saying? Sorry. Shut up about Paddington Two. <laughs> and then it's just, the whole thing is based on a short story written by Simon McBurney who I only know as the voice of Creature from Harry Potter and the Deathly Pallows. What the- Creature's here, <laughs> He wrote a short story. He wrote like a, he's just an actor. He wrote a fucking short story, and they're like, oh, yeah, okay. But I mean, this is just, it's just stolen wholesale from like, uh, like the, there's like a French comedian from the 50s. Uh, I forget his name. Tati, I think. So he played this character called Monsieur Hulot. And, uh, um... That was a character based on like Buster Keaton and Charlie Chaplin sort of physical comedy sure. stuff, and he's basically Mr. Bean. Okay, but he's kind. Okay, all so right. He just so has, he's he, not at all. He has Mr. trouble. Bean. He has trouble living in the world. Like he just like sure, you know, self physical comedy shit. But then like you know he's relentlessly kind instead of being a sociopath. Sure. So, um, so and then the, apparently there were just jokes just stolen wholesale from that. What? Oh, so do they give credit? To the story, they, they it's Mr. Bean's Holiday is based is they give it like a nod to it because the movie that they're stealing from is called Monsieur Hulot's Holiday. Oh, okay. Like cultural appropriation, if you do a good job, it's fine. Right, yes. They did not. Okay, got it. This is shitty. (laughs) So like, I don't like this movie. Yeah. Well, let's, should we rate it? Uh, it, well, I'd like to say $25 million budget made $230 million. Gangbusters. It was top box office for like three or four weeks right until it was um supplanted by wild hogs oh no wow okay sounds good <laughs> no I mean, a tim allen vehicle that's yeah, good shit tim allen, it was martin shorten no martin lawrence yeah did you confuse martin short no, i just said martin i just said martin and the okay. first last name that came to hit so martin lawrence and then uh john travolta yes okay. i believe so yeah God. Those were the wild hogs, man. Don't know anything. I've never seen it. I know it's about motorcycles. Don't want to see it. Um, okay. But yeah, I'm. aren't you just blown fucking backwards they haven't made a third Mr. Bean movie? Because you, know, you got into Johnny English then. But the Johnny English movies are not as financially lucrative, are they? I don't know. We'll find out. Are we going to watch Johnny English? Damn right we are. Okay. All right. Well then, on Fourth of July, to I celebrate our independence thinking, from yeah, the British. We will. Well, we do have we do have more Mr. Bean on our schedule already. What is uh, it? Well, let me tell let me tell the viewers what we have coming up. As we come into this new year, January snack time sixteen through nineteen. Woo! February finishing snack time. Hey. March Kevin Hearn's album Dreaming of the Eighties <laughs> all covers. Um, I'm excited. A- April yes 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 Betty Ladies B side May we're doing Man versus Bee. The Rowan Atkinson Netflix series. Fucking kidding me. (laughs) Should we watch all of it or just an episode? All of it. Okay. Done and done, friend. I'm going to marathon Man vs. B. I bet it's the same thing over and over again. Can we watch it together? I don't want to watch it by myself. (laughs) I don't want to be alone. I I, I don't know, How many episodes is Man vs. B? I bet it's it's like a British series. I bet bet it's eight to ten. I'm I'm betting on six. Because how do you stretch a premise that long? Good question. (laughs) Good question. It's not... So you're, it's not Bean. 
So I guess I should I should preface it with that. Uh, Man versus B on Wikipedia. Nine episodes. Gee, are they 22 minutes long? They are all two and a half hours long. That would be fine with me. Oh, they are 10 to 20 minutes. Okay. That's right. nice. So it's a movie. If they're all 10 minutes long, lovely. Cool. Uh, anyway, can't wait to watch that. That's going to be a blast for me and you. <laughs> All right, I can't wait to hear Rowan Atkinson talk. Even in Rat Race, he doesn't talk a lot. It's a race. It's because he has a stutter or something. I think that's He's why he... He's just the foreign man. <laughs> I don't know why he talks like that. I'm just the foreign man. Yeah, it's, it's a very non-placeable accent. Um, He's like right. Italian, isn't he? In Rat Race? Maybe he is. Yeah, his name is like Frederico or something. Yeah, you're right. He talks a lot in Scooby-Doo. Oh, talks a ton. You're right. I did watch him in that yeah. Scooby-Doo movie. Scooby Dude. Um, hey, that's a missed opportunity. <laughs> I think it's about time to rate this film. Well, Ev, as usual, we rate the scale on a movie um, of beans. Beans. If it has got no beans, it's a bad movie. If it's a whole bag of beans, then we got a winner on our hands. So, Ev, on a scale of no beans, the bag of beans. Where does this movie bean for you? Lentil. It's not good. Like the smallest bean. Although I do like a good lentil soup. I'm trying to think of a bean I don't like. Do you like green beans? Yeah, love green beans. Do you like... <laughs> yes. Kidney beans. Good. Kidney beans great are northern, good. Great northern beans, black beans. What's like a, think outside the box, though. I mean, like, what's a bean? Bean... B-N... B-N... B-androgynous. Do you like bean? Man versus bean. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. What's your least favorite bean? How about bean burritos? I love bean burritos. Fuck. Yeah, they're fucking beans are great. Yeah, they I need are. more beans. There's no bad bean, is there? Yeah, it's so all of our ratings are just good. Well, that sucks. Well, so then ours just is say the, no beans. Okay, mine is the uh, uh, aquafava that comes out of the fucking uh, bean. Like when you open a can of beans. Oh. It's just that like. Is that called aquafava? Yeah, oh, the bean, bean, the bean, bean liquid. And, like, sure, yeah. Like, it's a it's a, like a vegan ingredient for a lot of stuff because oh, it can, you can it's like a thickening agent or something like that. Okay. So that's that's it. The, the bean juice. The bean juice. The, the aquafava. I think uh, my rating is best summed up by BBC film critic Paul Arendt. Uh, okay. Who says it's hard to explain the appeal of oh it's hard to explain the appeal of Mr. Bean. Very good. At first glance, he seems molded from the primordial clay of nightmares. A leering man-child with a body like a tangle of tweed-coated pipe cleaners and the gurning, widow-licking countenance of a suburban sex offender. What the fuck? <laughs> That's an unbelievably accurate way. It's a testament to Rowan Atkinson's skill that, by the end, we feel anything for him at all. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, do you? He seems... like I found myself feeling... Not fond, but at least not actively angry at him. Sure. Where at the end of the first movie, I hated him. He did nothing redeemable. Really? I feel like the first movie was better, though. I loved the first movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed the first. I feel oh, like Bean is better as a fucking monster. Because it made you feel. Any movie that made you feel something is a five-star movie to me. No. That makes sense. No. No. We, um, gracias for that review. Wendy Idol of the Times says... Oh, there's more. <laughs> it's, been a long mis- it's long been a mystery to the British who consider Bean to be, at best an ignoble secret weakness that Rowan Atkinson's repellent creation is absolutely massive on the continent. Is Bean not considered? I thought Bean was like Uncle Sam. 
to the British. I thought he was like on their national posters and shit. Lawrence Topman of the Charlotte Observer. <laughs> I found Bean to be intermittently funny, yet almost unrelentingly creepy. <laughs> it's 100% fair, Charlotte. Yeah. Wow. Okay. You got another review for uh, me? It's, it's hard to laugh at a character I'm 95% sure is autistic. It's Evan Dickin. Evan, no, that's... Suzanne Cody Lambert of the Arizona Republic. Okay, very good. Oh, is that how they talk in the Arizona Republic? (laughs) I don't know. For me, I think this movie for me felt like, you know what bean it is? Hmm. This movie felt like a black-eyed pea to me. Oh, I love a good black-eyed pea. uh, But it's a bean that you don't think of as a bean. This movie didn't feel like Mr. Bean to me. He got too many dubs. He won too much. He was kind of, it was kind, he was kind in a way. Like he was, well, he was framed to be kind. Yeah, he helped the kid too much. He he helped people too much. He helped Sabine. I don't want an arc for Bean. I want him to... And, you know, the first movie has an arc, too, which is kind of a bummer. But I don't know. I just want him to fuck up and never be redeemed. <laughs> I want Bean... I want you him want to like be in purgatory. Bean with, like, three X's after his name. Exactly. Where he, uh, this he, ain't Bean XXX. Yes. That's what I want. Bean after dark. Uh-huh, yes. Flicking the bean. Flicking the bean. Is what. And, uh, yeah, so he's just horrible. He's just ruining everyone's life. That's yeah. what you want from the bean. That would be nice. That's what I want from the bean. That's what we all want from the fucking bean, bro. <laughs> we'll get it. We'll get it. Well, I mean, obviously not, because this movie made bank. And we haven't got... You're right. That's a bummer. I don't know. We'll get it. I, I, someday. Someday... In a few years, we there get, will be a resurgence of Bean. Mm, there's never been a not Bean. We'll get a bean assance. No, we haven't had Bean in a while now. We had Man vs. B. Rowan Atkinson has moved on. <laughs> well, we're about due for one. If it's ten, every 10 years, we get do, a Bean. Do you think... I would love to see sort of an Enter the Spider-Verse where the guy from Rat Race meets Mr. Man vs. B, meets Mr. Bean, just all of these characters. Black Adder. Like, he doesn't have a lot of characters. Yeah, <laughs> meets the guy from Scooby-Doo. There we go. I don't know. Enter the Beaniverse. We'll be right back with more It's All Been Done, oh, a Bean Like Ladies Beancast. I don't know what to say. Hey, Evan. What about exercise for inside your body? What about it? So, like, we exercise our, like, arms and our legs and stuff like that but how do we exercise our organs like do you think that's a new thing we could do organ exercise i mean there's kegels that's still muscles yeah okay so you want to just literally well that's what drinking is for figured it out (laughs) do things that are bad for i mean that's what exercise is right you're ripping apart your muscles so they can stitch back together so i've just been exercising this whole time as i shove fatty food as i shove like fucking raisin canes chicken fingers down my fucking gullet yeah one after another slop them up and slap them down yeah man you're doing great (laughs) you're kicking ass i don't want my heart to be living the easy life i want it to be strong and hearty hearty it's right hearty yeah i want it enlarged i want the biggest heart i can get why not pump more blood the grinch's heart grew a lot and that was good for him he's real sick speaking of the holidays (laughs) um yeah i can't leave i don't know so what would you but how do you grow your like say intestines your small intestine you could like a there could be a surgery where you get oh get more intestine put on there but i want exercise i want to do i want to diy okay so you swallow (laughs) it's like gauging your ears you swallow increasingly bigger ball bearings that's not a bad idea stretch them all out or maybe just any ball bearings and then like slow magnet like to your stomach and when you feel a pull you pull away and then and that'll stretch them out right cow magnets cow magnets i don't know what the fuck that means that's where they um because cows will eat 
like fucking grass from they'll just chew it down because they've got the fucking thing and they'll, they'll sometimes they're like bits of barbed wire or something and they'll just eat it uh-huh so a lot of times the farmers will feed um a magnet to the cow and what that does is it, in their their like little fucking stomach it the barbed wire gets stuck to it so they don't pass it down because the stomach it's okay in the stomach apparently but if it goes into their intestines or whatever their second stomach it uh will cut them up real bad oh i see interesting so cow magnet okay cool think i should swallow a magnet so way to do it I, yeah kind of what do you do you know what you've been eating? Do you know if there's any metal filings or shavings? Um, I know we eat a lot of plastic. I know Americans eat a lot of plastic. So what gets rid of plastic? Anti-plastic. Bugs. Okay. I think we're still trying to figure it out. Oh yeah, little oh, nano machines. <laughs> Swallow a host of nano machines yeah. to eat the plastic yeah. inside you. Yeah. There was an old woman. <laughs> Swallowed a nano. An iPod um, nano. Boy, you know where that sounds like hell. And do you know what else sounds like hell? Well, that would be. The new podcast, Fables Around the Table, Greetings from Hell. That's right. Something mysterious is happening in the town of Hell, Michigan. What will the teens find as they investigate the strange symbols around town? Find out as GM Fiona L.F. Kelly leads her cast through a game of Kids on Bikes on Fables Around the Table, Greetings from Hell. Kids on Bikes is written by Doug Lewandowski and Jonathan Gilmore and published by Renegade Game Studios. What does the LF stand for in her name? Uh, Laughing as fuck. <laughs> They're both the same. We both had it. It's fine. Um, wait, what did you say? Languid as fuck? <laughs> I said laughing as fuck. I, I just make those. I like languid as fuck better. Oh, I did likes to fuck. Fiona likes to. What if your nickname was likes to. Evan likes to fuck. I mean, dick. it's not wrong. All right. Do you like to fuck? Who doesn't? I don't know. People. Asexual. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I don't know. You strike me as asexual, Ev. That's, the, that's what I'm trying to put out in the world. That's the, that's the vibe you want to get. I'm boning down. All around. Really? Yeah, I just fucking having sex in the car. Oh, dude. Just this morning. That's so when nice. I pulled up to your house. Dude, who's out there? <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, it's like, you know, when you're having sex, but you look down at your partner and their face is just like like scribbles. Their whole body. <laughs> That's greetings their from hell. Their body sort of like just starts to unravel. <laughs> and you can, see, you can see right into the heart of them is like their muscle fibers just kind of pull apart. And, their and bones. that's when you think... What are they doing that their organs look so fucking good? So <laughs> we call a callback. That's comedy. And we're back with more It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. It's All Been Done, a Rowan Atkinson podcast. <laughs> nice I fucked try. up. Now's the time of the show when we spin this big wheel oh, no. to see what segment we're doing today. And it's... The Big Bang Theory theme. The Big Bean Theory. Uh, I don't know if this works. This song is the theme to a sitcom. Either re- <laughs> this, No, this doesn't this work. This bean is the theme to a sitcom. This bean is the bean to a beancom. Uh, nope, let's try it again. Uh, go home. Describe where the narrator lives. We never see Bean's house. We do. He, we see it at the beginning and end of the original Bean movie. Not in this movie, though. You're right. In yes. this movie, we don't see his house at all. So he's, where do you he, think... He lives in the car, I think. I think he's lost his job at the uh, Met. <laughs> okay, yeah, all right. Or whatever the fuck he works at. The British Museum. So this doesn't work because we've literally seen his home. Spin it again, baby. None of these work. It's hard for movies. If I had a million dollars, what would Bean buy with a million dollars? Now we're back on track. He would lose it instantly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, right. he would, like... So he gets his million dollars. He gets it in a... Imagine having like a fucking tweed carpet bag uh-huh. just full of fucking pound, one pound, a million pound <laughs> coins and him just dragging it fucking across the street. But 
unbeknownst to Bean, it's got a little fucking tear in it. So you see the little trail sure. of coins. And there's uh, like a fucking... So he's like, oh, no. And he's like, notices oh, it. And then, then ding, 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 ding. Fucking school lets out. Kids come running out. They're like, oh, look at all these pound coins. Yeah. Uh, Brexit. So glad we're back <laughs> to the pound. Ooh, euros are fucking stupid. So he loses uh, a million a million euros immediately. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so a uh, hundred kids each get a thousand euros. Not bad. Not bad. It's a good, good payday for them. I feel like it just came in one thousand or a million euro <laughs> note. <laughs> Yeah, and he's like the printed special for me. Yeah, it has his picture <laughs> on it. And he like puts it into a, a pot machine and he's like oh, thirsty and then he like presses a button and it but it doesn't give any change and he gets really angry and like hits the pot machine which falls on him and crushes his spine or some shit. I, I think that he puts it in the pot machine and he presses like I don't know Coca-Cola classic or something and then the coke comes out and another one cuz it gives the full value of the thing. Oh my god. So he gets, just he gets shooting cokes. 2 million cokes yeah. out of the machine. It, it shoots he, he has to like yeah okay it's hurting him i like yeah. that very funny very beanie and then uh yeah then there's a run on cokes and he can sell his cokes for like did you t- just $10. say two million cokes do you where are you finding pot machines that are 50 fucking cents it's 50 it's well it's a million euros right sure so a euro is goes farther than a dollar That's true. or a pound a pound goes farther than a dollar yeah not much farther nowadays no. i think it's like a buck 16 or something yeah. used to be the good because i get paid in fucking pounds now because I write, because all my people I write for, are in oh oh, not your. I thought you meant your job at OSU. Yeah, yeah, okay. we switched over. <laughs> o- OSU was full Brexit. Got it. Okay, we're a, we're a sovereign state. <laughs> are you still getting paid for uh, booking? Yeah. Are you writing more books? I'm writing two right now. Holy shit! My my partner can't keep up. Good. She just started Diana's Own's Pizza the Diana's other night. Own's Pizza. You I said, "Babe, how's Evan's book?" She said, "You'd hate it." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Cool. Thanks for the warning." Uh, she's into it. Loves it. She loves your descriptions of the crusts. Mm-hmm. She's just like. That's why you'd hate it because you're not a crust guy. No. Is it stuffed? No. No, thank you. No. No. Now it's time to take an email from our friends, our fans, our beanie little buckos. What about if he got a big check for a million dollars, I feel like that. There's some comedy gold in there. Oh, 100. A publisher's clearinghouse, sort of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is an email from our friend Mitch. I didn't, I didn't read this, so hopefully it's good. It just came in a few days ago. Mitch says, hey, guys. Hey, Mitch. Hey, Mitch. It's Mitch here. Yeah, we know Mitch. Just wanted to say again how big of a fan of the show I still am, and I'm looking forward to the next time we get more regular episodes. Oh, <laughs> thanks. I'm also- Can you imagine going back to weekly <laughs> with this show? Brother, oh, I don't know, God. man. We got, like, senioritis. I actually wanted to send y'all an email today in regards to maybe offering a little bit of advice. Oh, thank you, Mitch. I mentioned recently in the Discord I was thinking about starting a podcast, but I was wondering if you had any tips for me in regards to what kind of editing software you use. The best way to get my future <laughs> podcast on a major streaming service is maybe some beginner advice on how to start to gather a fan base. And what your thoughts are about keeping ownership of a podcast versus signing away the IP in order to distribute it. Oh, man, Mitch, if somebody wanted to buy our IP... <laughs> If this is way too much, I completely understand. I just thought I'd press my luck to see what avenues you guys may have gone down to get started. I have a good microphone and an audio interface, so I'm all set on equipment. But if you have any beginner advice for a youngster like myself, I'd really appreciate it. Thanks so much again for all your hard work, and hopefully there's another opportunity down the road to record a song for you guys. Big bless, Mitch. Hey, Mitch. Thank you for that song, by the way. I still listen to that on my playlist, and it makes me happy. So, Oh, you ripped it from the episode? Hell yeah, dude. Sliced it up? Um... Boy, oh boy, do we have advice for Mitch? Um, well, Let's obviously our podcast is doing very badly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've dipped significantly <laughs> since we stopped releasing regular episodes. It seems foolish for us to continue doing this. And yet, 
here we are. She persisted. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's piece by piece. Any tips in regards to what kind of editing software you use? I edit the podcast. I use Audacity. It is very easy. Yeah. The end. Um, the best way to get my future podcast onto major streaming services... Know somebody famous, be famous, or be famous. I, I think also if you just have, if you upload it to like, I think we use Blueberry and, or no, Pinecast is Pinecast, what we use. Yes. We used to use Blueberry and it automatically does it all for you. Easy. Maybe some beginner advice on how to start to gather a fan base. Oof. What the fuck did we do? We didn't. We didn't. And we still don't. Yeah. <laughs> we just, so. I posted on the Burning Lady subreddit a few times. So post on whatever subreddit you can for your thing. Yeah. Seek out podcast uh twitter uh maybe get, do some hashtags get some guests on yeah like, yes that's guess, the biggest yeah. thing mm-hmm. yes guests are gonna draw people to your podcast so get people on who are big and famous here's the deal here's my biggest advice to you email do not be scared to email start off with a compliment i love your work hey would you mind doing this stupid thing if you can't find their email address online Email first name last name at gmail.com. You would be surprised <laughs> at how many people you will hit who that is their email address because that's as easy as it is most of the time. So uh, if you're thinking that, that you want to get Mayor know, Mayor Wirtz. Mayor Wirtz. <laughs> try mayor.wirtz at gmail.com. I bet you're gonna do it. Um Cameron Diaz. And what your thoughts are about keeping ownership Jojo of the podcast Siwa. versus signing away the IP in, in order to distribute it. I don't even know what that means if you're part of a like network sometimes though we didn't sign away the ip we fucking bid on three networks well i mean yeah none exactly. of them had anything to wanted anything to do with us. basically yeah we just wanted somebody to pay the 40 dollar hosting yeah, fee. please we just don't want to pay money yeah. find a network as soon as you can yeah find someone who will pay for your podcast yes, you do not want to sink a dollar into this podcast because it will give no returns yeah neither emotionally or financially <laughs> so fucking give up as soon as you can sell out as soon as you can yeah, somebody pays you for it take the money and this, run you will not you will not have fun if you're paying for your podcast the first year for us a nightmare terrible you can hear it in our voices yes oh god yes you can barely hear our voices because of the fucking rock band mics we were using but yeah you hear it in our first voices. We, didn't we have like a a cup with a microphone that we would both lean in like Very we kissing, possible. kissing each kissing other kissing each other yes that was our we lady in the tramp our first yeah, few I miss, uh, miss breathing into your open mouth as I talked <laughs> oh I missed Go fuck COVID man we used to breathe into each other's open mouths Ouch. all the time <laughs> alright Mitch I hope that helped bud big bless to you big bless see you on the cord big bless no mess that's what I always say Ebo yeah it's the end of another one we another month it. down the tubes <laughs> wasted yet again here we are in your ears you in your ears and tears for fears my mm. friend that's what i always say Ebo. what what you got plugging this week this month children children Child, you have a book coming out in the new year uh well yeah probably what's it called megatron's delight it's called cybertronic yeah, children of teclas i think children, children of teclas children of teclas. it's a warhammer age of sigmar book isn't uh, Tech World William Shatner? William Shatner's Tech. <laughs> it's Children of William Shatner's tech, tech World. Yes, we got there. That rules. Oh, you're so the, happy you're for you. the Tech World. The Tech War. Um, like there was. It was like a show on. In the I want to say 90s. Like like it was on. A, it had like a fucking three or four movies. Like William Shatner's Tech War. William Shatner's uh, Tech World. Oh yeah, yeah, Sh- yeah. It was on Sci Fi Channel. I think. Oh man. I think. I feel like I want to rewatch those, but I also feel like that would be ponderous. I don't even know what the concept of it is. Drugs. That's it? I think like tech is a drug. And oh, they and they're like, warring over the tech? Interesting. Tech okay. war. 
Tech War. Yeah, Children of Techless. Um, Okay. Uh, I'm going to plug... There it spins, baby. I'm going to plug Panettone for your Christmas celebrations. (laughs) All right. Well, that's what I got to plug. Crimin Time is here again. Embo. Remember when we used to buy each other Christmas gifts on the podcast and give them to each other? Did we? I gave you a Bernie Lady songbook, piano songbook. I gave you the autobiography, the Paul Myers one. What did I give you? What? What did I give you? I have fucking fat load of shit. Okay. I can do that. (laughs) I can do that. All right, Eva's getting up, taking his pants off, and oh, you'd be surprised. It's coming out of his front. Yep. So strange. Hobbs mouth. Hobbs And that's a callback. <laughs> I'm Saker. I'm Evan. And it's been a good, good life. life. We.